listening to the HR Mixtape, your podcast with the perfect mix of practical advice, thought-provoking interviews, and stories that just hit different so that work doesn't have to feel, well, like work. Now, your host, Sherry Simpson. Welcome to another exciting week on the HR Mixtape. We have a jam-packed week for you, all recorded live at the 2023 Society for Human Resource Management SHRM Conference. We've been right there in the trenches, soaking up the knowledge, and are ready to share it all with you on the HR Mixtape. This week, we're not only stepping into the future with a deep dive into SHRM Labs, but also learning the vital role of HR in preventing predatory violence. We've got experts sharing their insight on creating a robust personal brand to empower your professional journey, and we'll also be unpacking the complex relationship between artificial intelligence and human resources. But hold on to your hats because the excitement doesn't stop there. We set up shop at the Paylocity booth on the expo floor and we're answering your questions submitted live. It's all about empowering you, our listeners, with the tools and information you need to thrive in the world of HR. So make sure you turn in each day. You don't want to miss a single episode of this thrilling series. So fasten your seatbelts, HR enthusiasts. It's going to be one informative ride this week. Joining me today is Guillermo Correa, Managing Director at Sherm Labs. Guillermo has been involved in digital technology for over 25 years. He is charged with establishing Sherm as a research thought leader and product testbed for technologies impacting the future of work and the workplace. Previously, he led Sherm's e-commerce operations and identified non-dues revenue opportunities through a variety of activities, including business and product development and content and technology partnerships. Guillermo, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule here at Sherm to sit down with me. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you for uh, inviting me. So I'd love if we could start with a little bit more about your background and how you kind of ended up in HR. Sure, an interesting uh, uh, question and, and probably interesting story. So. Um, I came out of school right when the internet was hitting and uh, I'm an econ major, but I said, hey, this is the future. Um, and I jumped into into the internet, digital media, whatever whatever you want to call it. And I ba basically, you know, my career has been built around that. Um, you know, I've and I've done it all from e-commerce to digital marketing to, um, you know, running software teams. Um, you know, it's been digitally focused and then Eight years ago, um, you know, there was this opening at Charm, and you know, I took a look at it and I said, "Well, you know, it's a it's a nonprofit, but I, I knew the Charm brand, and, and I said, let me check it out and see uh, um, see what's going on there." And uh, I was uh, pleasantly surprised about the brand, the you know, what it is that Charm stands for, and, and what it is that that we do. And so you could say that over the past eight years, I've gained, you know, a great deal of um, experience in HR, I, I think. So, you know, it's kind of interesting that, that that's how I got into the HR field, to answer your question. <laughs> so you work specifically with Sherm Labs. I'd love if you could share a little bit more about what Sherm Labs is and the work that it does. Sure, absolutely. So Sherm Labs is a relatively new um, team that was built at Sherm. Um, we're only a, a three-year-old team. Um, and, you know, essentially we support Sherm in elevating HR as the thought leader in workplace innovation. The way that we see it is that 
if anybody should be leading workplace innovation, it should be HR. Because when you think about it, HR leads the number one resource that organizations have, which is the you know the the, the workforce that they that they have, right? Um, at the same time, right, we also have to address a second audience that we're very um, close to, which is the the founders, the innovator, the the startups that that are out there, right? And so. Three years ago, when we were, you know, putting together our strategy, okay, so so what is it that we're going to be doing? Right, number one, we're a mission-driven organization. So, hands down, number one, our number one audience is our members. You know, everything that we do is focused on, on our members. Um, and like I was saying, very closely behind that is is the the startups. And so what we did is we created programs that help both of those groups engage and begin to communicate. Um, so first off, we kicked off things off with um, a pitch competition, a global pitch competition that um, I'm, I'm confident in saying that it's become the top uh, uh, pitch competition around workplace tech. It's a global competition. Um, we also launched uh, an accelerator or the, the workplace tech accelerator, which focuses on bringing in a, a cohort, a small group of companies into a program where they can be immersed in the SHRM experience so that they truly learn what the the marketplace needs and, and you know, what our members are looking for, right? Because a lot of the time we, we get members saying, um, wh- what happens is you have HR on one side, you have the, the, the founders on the other side, right? The founders or the innovators, they see a problem, they jump on the problem, they think they found a solution, they bring it over to HR and then HR says, that's not for me, right? And, um, and so we're, we're kind of like helping bridge that gap and, and help a lot of these um, innovators understand what HR needs so that they can cater their products to the needs of the workers and the workplace. And then the, the third piece, big program that we launched is uh, something that we call the workplace tech community. Um, think of it as the, I call it the trip advisor for HR tech. Um, and we didn't do that by accident. We actually um, did a survey with our members where our members said, hey, we're looking for a safe space where we can come in, review all the, the HR tech that's out there, um, look at the reviews, look at the ratings, um, communicate with our colleagues, figure out, you know, what's good, what's not good. Um, and so that's exactly what, what we created, you know. How exciting. And, and I love I love how you talked about, you know, creating something and then realizing it missed the mark. We have done that so much in HR in our careers. We, we know exactly what that feels like. So um, I can resonate with that a lot. You know, you were hosting a pretty exciting competition here at Sherm. Maybe you could share a little bit about that and the impact of past winners that you've seen. Sure, absolutely. And and uh, so that's the the first program that I was that I was mentioning to you. Um, so it's called the the Better Workplaces Challenge Cup. Um, it's a three stage uh, pitch competition. Think of it as the the Shark Tank for HR. Okay. And uh, and so we got going virtually in late February. Um, the the companies went through through three rounds. The ones that made it into the the semi well we we split. Um, we split it into two brackets, one for U.S.-based companies, just because of the size of the U.S. market, right? Um, and then for the, the other uh, side of the bracket is the international side, right? Um, and there we had competition rounds in Latin America, Europe, um, Middle East, Africa, um, and to an Asia Pacific. Um, and the reason for that is because we have a large presence in India and, and, uh, and, and in the Middle East. Um, and so from there, you know, the two finalists are competing here at the at the Sherm Annual Conference, you know, the annual 2023. And what 
I, I couldn't think of a better place to have the finals, you know, than, than here where, you know, we're having the largest HR show that we've ever put together, the largest HR show in the world. You know, we're, we're hosting over 25,000 people. Um, so, you know, they're going to be battling it out uh, this afternoon. And um, we have a special key... Um, a keynote speaker that's going to be speaking at the beginning, Susie Welch, um, CNBC contributor and, and uh, NYU Stern professor. So it should, it's going to be a great event. How do you see, with, with everything you've been involved in in the tech space and then now being in HR, how do you see HR tech evolving? You know, what do you, I guess, what do you see and what are you most excited about for the future in that, that very specific niche? Yeah, so there's a lot happening. Obviously, you know, with what happened the past three years with the pandemic, right? That accelerated HR tech, I think, you know, instead of looking at it in a, in a 10 year period, you saw like so much happening over a very, very short period of time, right? Um, I think things are beginning, you know, it, it was people were drinking from a fire hose, right? Three years ago. And now I think people are beginning to take a little bit of, of a, um, a slower pace, right? And, and really beginning to look at, okay, what is it that we truly, truly need now that we know exactly how the, the I think it's shaking out, you know, where the work, people now understand what the workplace is gonna look like over the next, you know, five, 10 years. But I'm very excited about a lot of the disruptive technologies that are out there, like um, voice, certainly AI, you know, ChatGPT has been, you know, ever since it came out in what, March, um, you know, so AI, virtual reality. I'm a big proponent of that. Um, it was exciting to see a week ago the the release from Apple and 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 honestly, you know, now having a computer without actually having a physical computer, you know, everything's like sitting there in your eyes, if, you know, if you, if you think about it, right? Um, the one I'm, I'm most really excited about though is the HR blockchain. That is certainly a technology, a disruptive technology that I think a lot of HR professionals really, really need to start paying attention to. It's in the very, very early stages. I compare it to, um, think of the internet back in 94, for example, when it was just getting going, right? There were only a few people that, you know, around the world that, that were really like delving into it. And that's kind of like where we are right now with the HR blockchain. It's really going to be, I, I see it as the, the internet of careers in the future where um, employees are going to be the ones owning their data, their career data, and not the, the employers that they've worked for. So, Tell me more about blockchain for those who, who are listening and they're like, okay, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, so it's funny because a lot of people typically, when, when they hear blockchain, they immediately go to Bitcoin. And yeah. by the way, I, I, I had the same reaction at Sherm when I first brought it up um, a few year, years back. And, and, you know, the thing about it is, is that Bitcoin is built on the black blockchain, uh, on blockchain technology, right? But blockchain is not Bitcoin, you know? So blockchain is basically, think of it as, as a, a large ledger, you know, digital ledger that's out there that everybody has access to. Um, and, and uh, uh, you know, if you make a change on this ledger, everybody knows about it. And so that's where, where you, you know, we're gonna be able to see some great things around, for example, verified um, credentials, right? Um, verified skill sets, uh, verified 
even health information. Um, I'm actually going to be doing an HR blockchain um, session here at Sherm Annual. And one of the examples that we're going to give is that um, in, the, in, a, in the UK, so in England, um, spouses or partners, for example, can exchange PTO time, right? But right now, the way that it works is that, you know, you have to get a letter from your employer saying that you have X amount of PTO, and then you have to give that to your partner. Your partner gives it to their company. Their, that company then has to verify that the data is, is correct with the company that initially gave it, right? Now, imagine if all that information was on the blockchain, it would be automatic. You would be able to, to transfer your PTO time or your sick time or whatever you know, leave time you have available to your partner instantly, you know, and everybody, and, and it's all verified there, ready to go. Yeah, how exciting. I, I can't imagine going into an interview and kind of having all your credentials and all your history just readily accessible so you don't have to kind of explain everything that you've ever done. That's really cool. Exactly, and, and the employees are the ones who are gonna be able to determine, okay, I'm comfortable with giving this information. Um, and if you think about it from a legal and compliance perspective, it's good for HR, right? Because many times get, HR gets contacted about, hey, did, did Guillermo work at this company? What did he do? What was the salary, right? And HR is typically, um, you know, they, they, they typically hold back a lot of information just because they're, they're afraid of, of legal and compliance issues that may come up out of that. But if you put that in the hands of, of, of you know, well, the, you know, you put it first on the blockchain, HR verifies it, right, at your current company, and then the, it's up to the employee to, to decide whether they want to release it or not at that point, right? You know, with all of this technology, I think HR professionals are always deciding what skill set they should add as they look towards the future. And I think tech is a big one. You know, I talk a lot about, you know, making sure you're, you're staying on top of your tech stack, that you're evaluating it, that you're being open to new tools and ideas. You know, how do you see... HR really delving more into the tech space or paying attention to it more or leveraging it more in the future? Yeah, so one of the things that, that we are definitely trying to, to communicate out there to SHAR members is that don't be afraid to do product demos, right? Now, the, 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 you know, the, the con with that is that afterwards, they get pounded by a salesperson, yeah. right? And, and, uh, and that's kind of like, one of the reasons why we decided to create the workplace tech community um, to help HR kind of be able to have this safe space where they can come in and 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 uh, you know and and just do product demos just so that they they learn and they understand what you know what what's out there um, right so I, I that's the number one message right um, don't be afraid to do product demos um, and then the other thing is that we at Sharm Labs we're coming up with resources that that we hope are going to be able to um, you know, help HR uh, professionals out there become more tech savvy. So one of the things that we launched here at the Sherman Annual Conference is uh, these comic books on disruptive technology. So we have these like very easy, quick reads, comic comic books on, you know, a variety of different uh, disruptive technologies like Web 3.0, the HR blockchain, AI, VR, XAR. Um, so, you know, it's really interesting. I, I want to touch base on VR for just a second because I, I too watched that Apple release and was like, my mind is just swimming with ideas. Where do you where do you see or where do you you know prophesize HR is going to use that kind of technology the most? Well, you know, honestly, I think it's going to be on the training side of things, right? And and it's already happening. Um, like for example, there are companies out there like Walmart 
that they are using um, VR technology to train their employees, be, um, their store employees, before they get out there on the floor, right? And they train them on a wide variety of of, um, of, of, of issues, topics. Like for example, one of the ones that I, that I was surprised to hear about, but it makes total sense, right? How do you deal with um, a, a bad customer or a customer that that become becomes irate at Christmas time or you know after uh, with, with, what's what is it that they call it um, Black Friday Black Friday yeah. right when you uh, you know how do you handle that so they actually have simulators at stores right where their employees get trained on all that stuff before they're actually live with. The, the customers and that has definitely helped the employees um, deal better with with customers. Wow, I'm I'm excited about the future of HR tech. I think the, the it's very limitless, and I think there's so much that can happen that will help us do our jobs better and take some of that very tactical stuff away from us in a good way that we can really start to give back to our organizations more strategically and and build the cultures and the things that we yeah. really want to do. Yeah, actually, that's a great point that you bring up because um, you know, and and a lot of the HR professionals out there are. are I'm sure are going to agree with me is that one of the biggest pain points that they have is that they want to be viewed as more of a strategic function than, you know, a, a, I hate to be blunt about it, you know, paper pushing. Yeah. Right. And there are certainly tools out there now that can help HR um, really become way more strategic. And, you know, for those of HR professionals listening, if, if, if you haven't tried ChatGPT and figuring out how um, you can use that to automate a lot of the a lot of what you're doing out there, you're missing out on a lot. I could not agree more. So I love that plug. Thanks for taking a few minutes of your schedule to chat with me today. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for being at the Sherman Annual Conference, the biggest HR show in the world. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can find show notes and links at thehrmixtape.com. Come back often and please subscribe, rate, and review.